0: Now, I always claim that it's divinely inspired how the readings, even though they were set not for Mother's Day, this was set for today's Sunday, the sixth Sunday in Easter. And Mother's Day, as it is celebrated on this day, is mainly an American thing. We do wanna honor our mothers everywhere. But how incredibly beautiful is this, that the reading talks about keeping the commandments. Now, we know that the commandments are divided into two parts, right? The first three have to do with our love of God. The first commandment, have no other gods but him. That is the first commandment, including not ourselves. And under that is concluding, not having and worshiping graving images. So please don't let people tell you the Catholics took that out. That's in the first one. The 10 commandments are not numbered in the Bible. They are not. There's actually 14 if you read them. They're not numbered. And so, We have then the commandment to keep holy the Lord's day, or not to lose the Lord's name in vain, and keep holy the Lord's day, or the Sabbath as it was to the Jews. The first three commandments deal with God. Then the second three commandments deal with what? Our love of neighbor. And what's the very first one of those? Honor your mother and your father. The very first of those commandments. Now, I am always trying to be careful about when we celebrate a Mother's Day or Father's Day, because there are many wounds that many of you have. Understandably so. Maybe you were abandoned by a mother. Maybe you never knew your mother. Maybe things were not good. I, I offer this Mass for my mother, but I've explained before that In my mother's situation, she was abused badly by her mother. Um, She was hit in the head as a little girl so bad that my mom developed water on the brain. And you could see where that is very difficult to forgive. But my mom has now forgiven. No matter what anyone has done to us, nothing is worth losing our soul. Nobody is worth losing our soul, even an abusive mother. But I have to say this, no matter what we think about our biological parents, including our mother, if they abandoned us or neglected us or mistreated us, there is one thing that you should always remember about your mother. She gave you birth. She chose not to abort you she chose to give life to you, if nothing else, if she did nothing else for you in your entire life, she did that. And that is enough to forgive them. That is enough to honor the fact that they chose to give you life. And the very fact that we, no matter what happens, should forgive them. So for those of you who have the wounds of that, I wanted to say that first. Now for the others that have had the gift of of a loving, a mother that was always there for us, that was always there like I was blessed to have. And many of you were blessed to have. This is also important to recognize the beauty. You know, to get to heaven, we need to be holy. And that comes from living a life of virtue. But to grow in virtue, We need to have challenges. We only grow through resistance. It's always like the athletes, you know, a football player. He lifts weights because his body grows through the resistance. And our culture now focuses on the individual with no resistance. Everything is on demand. Nothing is a struggle anymore. Even making a meal is now two minutes in a microwave. Right, Um, we don't even have to wait now for our TV show to come on once a week. We can hit it on demand, right? Everything seems to be on demand so that comfort is king. But our society, this is interesting because our society wants there to be no challenges or difficulties, no resistance. I tell you, that makes for a very weak culture. That's why our culture today it's all about feelings and emotions. They crumble because a comedian makes a joke. I really feel for comedians nowadays. Oh my goodness. Can't say anything because they're now being kicked out of the colleges, um, students walking out on them. We have no resistance anymore. This is why even in the natural um, essence of things, the, the a human immune system is the best fighter of any kind of virus. Not in just completely counting on medicines for everything. Our natural immune system is beautiful, but we're losing any kind of that because we don't want any resistance. And so these challenges actually can build our character. That all changes when a woman becomes a mother. If she had no resistance, if she had no challenges, Boy, when she becomes a mother, she sure does. Her body begins to change. Instead of being hourglass and thin and sleek and shapely, she now becomes more round and full. It is transformed to be a provider, not just some aesthetic beauty, but a real natural beauty as a mother. Everything she does now is not for herself, but for a helpless other. This is what Mary does. She doesn't do anything for herself. She does it for her children, us. That is true love. As you've always heard me say, love is not an emotion, only it's a decision. Nobody feels like getting up, as I always say at two o'clock in the morning, to feed a baby because it's hungry. They do it because they love the child. There's no money in it. There's no days off. And many times there's not even enough thank you. You know, the baby doesn't thank you and sometimes not even the spouse. But this is growing. You are focused, this mother, not only on your spouse but now on your child. And this is the definition of no greater love hath a man or a woman than to lay down their life for another. Man means mankind there. And so she lays down her life for the other. Sometimes literally you hear about these women who have chosen that their baby may live ahead of themselves. This is amazing, the way that they do it. And, and dads and the children, they're, they're many times just tools to grow in virtue and patience, right? Um, you know, I, I, I've always said I see children at the airport because I fly a lot. And I remember I had a flight when I was doing the symposium in Hawaii in St. Uh, Damien, Mount Molokai and the entire 10-hour flight, this one child screamed the entire time. And I remember thanking the Lord at that moment for my vocation to the priesthood, right? I was just kind of, that was done in love and kind of just a, a little smile. And, um, but now I realize, cause I, I remember saying to the Lord, thank you. Cause I, you know, um, I, I saw that, I was like, wow, I don't know if I would be able to be a good parent. So thank you for my vocation to the priesthood, you know, thinking, oh, wow, well, I got it easier. I mean, it's funny because I do have it easier thinking the priesthood is tough. I have it easier because the mother, she is the one that is really giving Um, the endless patience of being a mother is something that will be rewarded in heaven. You know, I've always again said mothers and dads, too, of special needs children are the most special people in the world to me. When I see a special needs children, I ask that child for their prayers because that child's prayers are more powerful than anything in the universe, more powerful than any atomic bomb. But then more so, I turn to the parents and I say, I don't even have to know you to know how incredibly amazing and special you are. And sometimes they're like surprised. And I always say, because God would have never given you this gift would have never given you the gift of a special needs child had you not, not, had you not be an amazing, special person, full of patience, full of love. And you can see it when anybody parent that has a special needs child. You know, often <clears throat> the mom gives up career, education, free time, friend time for the vocation to be a mother, to nurture. Most of the days, as I said, are thankless, filled with much frustration. They can be with arguments with your spouse and even your children. But remember, crosses are what get us to heaven, right? There is no heaven. There's no resurrection Easter Sunday without Good Friday. And for us, there's no resurrection without going through the cross. You know, a mother, she might get frustrated. I get letters all the time from you beautiful mothers. Children's being away from the faith and wayward and you know a mother can do everything right You could do everything right and the child still does not respond Well goes wayward. There are families who have one child with problems and Another who enters religious life to become a priest or a nun yet both were brought up the same way Sometimes it's just the way it goes So don't be discouraged. The key is that you keep faithful and you love them. You know, children can cause much sorrow, but parents, especially mothers, continue to bestow love on them. Be the prodigal mother. Prodigal means to spend lavishly, like the prodigal son went out and wasted his money. He spent it lavishly. And the prodigal father lavishly spread mercy upon him. Be the prodigal mother. Even if your child entered the convent or whether your child is behind bars, you love them without condition. Now, yes, you do teach them and hold them accountable, but you never stop loving them. That is a mother. I think of all the times growing up that I had disagreements with my mom I think about all the times that I grew up and over the little things we would have bickering or disagreements and I would get frustrated and I could see my mom and now I look back and I see my mom not knowing sometimes who I am. I see my mom and she says, my son's a priest. Do you know him? And I'm thankful that my mom even knows that she has a son who's a priest. And when I look back at that, I'm like, you forget about all those little problematic things of the past. You don't think about those anymore. You're just thankful for the time that God gave you that mother that gave you life. Even if it split ways, even if you went different paths, even if that was what happened. But I give thanks to all you mothers who, like my mom, gave life. And that's who we honor today, like our Blessed Mother. You know, when I see her sick now, it takes on a whole new perspective. Let us focus on the love, not those little disagreements. You know, I began to think back to all the times that she took care of me and provided. Let's cherish the time that we still have left, if you are lucky enough. If you are estranged from your parents, please take it to prayer. Maybe consider, send a mom a text even, if you can't talk to them, or an email. I know that's a little more impersonal. Better is to pick up the phone, but maybe, just maybe, actually going to see them. You're not gonna have them forever. If you are estranged, please pray, consider reaching out, even if you are completely in the right and they are completely in the wrong. When Jesus was nailed to the cross, he was completely in the right and those others were completely in the wrong, yet he forgave them. Let's fill this day with thanksgiving, with gratitude for our mothers, both biological and spiritual. You know, in the same way, let's give thanks to the gift of Mary, as we talk about our ultimate spiritual mother. You know, Jesus gave Mary to John on the cross. What did he say? Behold your caregiver. No, John already had a mother. She was right there at the cross. People don't remember that. John's actual mother. Because John and James and John were the sons of Zebedee, and Zebedee's wife was there at the cross. John's natural mother was there at the cross, yet Jesus said to John, Behold your mother. He gave her as a spiritual mother. So even if we don't have a biological anymore mom, maybe God rest her soul, we are given a spiritual mother in Mary. This is important. You know, John received her into his home. That means into your heart. That's what Jesus is asking us, the gift of Mary, receive her into our heart. You know, the key to getting to heaven is grace. We don't get to heaven without grace. And St. Faustina tells us trust is the vessel by which all grace is received. So we must trust, but how do we trust? We trust by accepting the help someone offers us. If you trust someone, you accept the help they offer you. What did Jesus do? His last action on earth. His last action on earth was an offer of help to us. Take her into your home. Behold your mother. And so this is what's going on. Jesus, as his last act on this earth, offered us help. How would we ever want to reject that gift. And so many do. So if you've lost your natural mother, like Father Thaddeus, we know he lost his mom and he was two years old. He said, I turned to Mary. She became my mother, our spiritual mother. And you know, let's not forget dads too. Uh, Together with the mother, they give life. The families you've heard me say before is a mirror of the Trinity. Right, you have God the lover, the father, God the son, the beloved, and the love between them is so great that from it comes a third person, the Holy Spirit. It's the same in the family. You've heard me say this before, but it is perfect on Mother's Day. You have the husband, the father, the lover. You have the wife, the mother, the beloved, and the love between them is so great that from it comes a third person, the child. The family is a mirror of the Trinity, and that is what we have. This is, this is beautiful. That mother, when she receives, she gives life. The man provides the seed. The mom, the female, she receives it. She takes it in and forms it and nurtures it into new life. This is why we have Mother Church. This is what we have in the priesthood. The priest is father. They don't violate the gospel saying, call no man your father. Jesus, the Ten Commandments say, honor your father. Jesus said, Father Abraham. They're talking about no other Abba, no other creator. But the father, the priest from this altar gives the life-giving seed. From it, he gives you that seed from the grace that is given through God, through the priest in persona Christi. And that seed is spread into what? The church. She is the feminine. What do we call the church? Holy mother church. She receives that seed. It's nurtured and she gives birth. What happens? We are given birth and new life through the sacraments of the mother church. She's nurtures us and gives birth to us that's why the priest is a man it's not a sexist thing a higher calling than a diocesan priest is a cloistered nun it's not about sexism it's not it's about the priest being on this altar giving the seed that is what the 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 male does the father then the church is the mother she receives it takes it into herself and she gives birth you can't have it reversed or two mothers or two fathers. If you had a a, a woman, it's no offense, it's not sexism, but if you had a woman and then the church is to receive, the woman does not give the seed, she receives the seed. If you had a woman at the altar. It is lesbianism. It is not chauvinistic. It is just a different role. The woman receives, the feminine receives, so that when the priest, the masculine gives that seed, the church, the feminine receives it and then gives birth to life. You can't do that between two men. You can't do that between two women. That comes even in the most basic concept of nature. This is the meaning of what we have. The man provides the seed, but she takes it in and forms it. Two men cannot do this, as I said. Two women cannot do this. God made it this way. Thank him for it. Thank your mother on earth, even if she is in heaven, for giving you life. Mom, thank you. I love you. The female is the pinnacle of God's creation, God's earthly creation. Look at the biology. It's amazing. The priest, the priest gives that life-giving seed. Even if he's not holy enough, God can use him. He's in persona Christi. In that moment, he's Christ, he's not himself. This is so powerful. Mary, I'll finish with this. May is the month of Mary, right? May is for Mary and Mary is our mother. And today is Mother's Day. So let us bring it all together and realize this gift that we have from God in the family. As there are social justice groups out there trying to destroy the family, as Satan is out there trying to destroy the family, let us turn and realize that the pinnacle and the beauty of God's gift to mankind is the family. And there is no family without a mother, even if our mother abandoned us biologically which can happen. Our mother spiritually is there. Everyone has this opportunity. Let us give thanks to God for our mothers.
1: Happy Mother's Day. Hello, I'm Father Thaddeus Langton of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new podcast with Father Timothy Childers called Keeping It Marian, to access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org, or search "Keeping It Marian on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I want to share with you the riches of the charism of the Marian Fathers, which is the mystery of the Immaculate Conception, how it touches our lives as consecrated priests and religious, and how this mystery can bear fruit in your life, especially by keeping the Word of God and pondering it in our hearts in imitation of our Blessed Mother. I hope you'll join us. Again, it's called Keeping It Marion. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking, And God bless you.